0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, and welcome to Bachelor Blab. I am Jackie Maroney here with the one and only Robbie Hayes. Hi, Robbie. How are you? Hey,
1: Jackie. I'm good. I'm glad to be back on here and glad to be working with you again.
0: Yeah, of course. I know it's been kind of a while, but um, you've been a busy man. Tell everyone um, what you've been up to. I've
1: been really busy, actually. Uh, I think I've been home since the new year, a total of seven days in L.A. Um, I've just been traveling nonstop, and about 100% of those travels have been for my new startup. And so on top of you know the long working days of 12 and 14 hours and then the constant travel and not being home, it's... It's been a busy start to the New Year, but, you know, no one complains about busy. The uh, Yeah, Rubella especially when you're traveling
0: day. to all of these international destinations. Tell us um, a little bit more about your startup. What is it?
1: Yeah, the startup's called Rubella. Um mm-hmm. It's an influencer-driven creative media agency, and so we specialize in creating uh, captivating campaigns for brands through use of influencers to increase their social exposure and social awareness. So. Um, It's gone really well. It's it's a market that's booming, and it is one of my favorite parts of what came from me being on The Bachelor um, and developing a platform was just traveling on content trips and going out there with other like-minded influencers and creators and just creating epic content for all your social channels and any brands involved. And um, I kind of turned it into uh, not just a part of what came from The Bachelor, but now my career. And um, it's a blast. I mean, we took 27 people for – 14 days to Thailand in January. And so, you know, uh, a trip of that size is, is not easy, especially when you're traveling 30 hours across the globe.
0: What was your most favorite destination that you've been to so far with your company?
1: With my company, my favorite destination has probably been Thailand. Um, I had been back wow. since the, Yeah, the last week of filming I did for Bachelorette on JoJo season was actually in Phuket and Bangkok. So I've been to Thailand. Once before for two weeks, Mm -hmm. but, you know, under the filming constrictions and restraints, there wasn't much free time. So to get to go back and actually explore was was really awesome. It's a beautiful place.
0: Um, Yeah, I was actually going to ask you about that. When you are on the show, you know, everyone's always like, so I think a big draw for people to go on the show is, you know, the ability to travel and go to all these epic destinations. But um, how much time do you actually get to spend – Like, seeing the city or whatever, is it? Because I feel like it's a very controlled environment when you are on the
1: show, right? Yeah. My favorite favorite place we went was Argentina. And when we got Mm -hmm. to Argentina, we had about eight people. And when we left, we had four. Um, So when you have about eight of us, there's a little less control. So, you don't get to go out much. A lot of times, we'll book the entire top hotel floor of a hotel just so you mm-hmm. have that privacy. You know, because eight tall, dark, handsome American men walking through the streets of Buenos Aires is going to kind of cause a, cause a tension and, and people are going to start taking pictures and such and whatnot. Oh, right. So, they're very, they kind of keep us pretty tied up, but we will let us go out and do some things on occasion. And then, you know, when it gets down to final four, you're assigned a producer and you stay with that producer for the remainder of filming. Mm-hmm. And so that's when you get a little bit more time to get out and do something because you're kind of on your own schedule and don't have to rely on you know staying a part of the group.
0: Oh, interesting! I didn't know that. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so you were on JoJo season of the uh, Rep. You were on uh, Paradise. Which which seasons of Paradise are you on? You're at a couple, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I did um, the season not immediately following mine because I was still filming the end of *Bachelorette* when they began mm-hmm. filming *Paradise*. So the, the the season season two, I believe it was of *Paradise*. Okay. Um, is when most of the pe- the guys from my season went on, but the final three obviously can't and never do. So I didn't get to go on that season. It kind of sucked because I yeah. ended up getting my heart broken and watched all my friends have fun out in Paradise with a bunch of random co-eds, which was fun. But, I know, Paradise um, looks so
0: yeah, fun. i low key want to go there. Yeah, but not so so on the
1: actual to- show.
0: I wish I could just sign up for Paradise.
1: <laughs> I know, right? So, it's um, fun. It's like a little vacation. It is. It is fun, and the odds are more in your favor compared to just one totally. girl and thirty guys. So yeah, um, that helps. But I did uh, season three and season four. Season three, I kind of was there the entire time, beginning to end, and it was mm-hmm. a little much, you know. I, I had my my thing going on with Amanda very steadily. We were sleeping through road ceremonies, so we were just kind of like at one point yeah. about to leave and be like, we, "We figured it out. We don't need to stay through these road ceremonies." But um, for that reason, the next time I did it um, last year. I didn't want to do the whole season. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of away time from, especially my new business I started, and um, so I, I agreed to do a, a short cameo with, you know, a lot less um, exclusivity rights written into the contract. And so I came mm-hmm. on for about 30 minutes of the final episode just to stir some things up.
0: Right. Yeah, I, know I remember that. I don't watch this show, but I did some I made a little stint on Vanderpump. Oh, through the uh, bachelor subreddit just to like get some more insight <laughs> like see what you've been up to and you are hitting all the reality shows these
1: days well i've turned down three reality shows this past summer um oh, okay. mainly because of mainly because of rubella mm-hmm. um and i told you earlier that i was able to get those exclusivity rights with the network down in my contract for paradise and what that did was gave me the privilege of being able to return from paradise and a week later film an episode for Vanderpump. Um, I could kind of see that coming in my future. I didn't know if it was going to be a mainstay on the entire first season or if it was going to be a cameo. And it ended yeah. up being a cameo of just me going on a date with Sheena because we had become close. And we're seeing a lot hanging out in Hawaii together and they wanted to tie that in as um, a cool. storyline, especially since their newest character is my best friend from college. And so it, He's now dating her, and they built out that storyline, and it worked out, I think, just how they wanted to. So um, I agreed to do a short cameo, and that was kind of spent on Phone. Yeah,
0: so you seem to kind of be able to make – like, you you have that time on The Bachelorette, and you can't, I feel like you've kind of been able to take – that um, exposure and run with it into an entire career, like with your your company. And then you seem to like be a lot more aware that compared to some of the other contestants I've spoken to while doing this about like how to negotiate your contest in the right way to like ultimately like optimize what's in it for you. Exactly. Is that a fair assessment you think?
1: Definitely. And, and you just mentioned, you know, for contestants and that's exactly what we are. We're contestants. You know, there's mm-hmm. 30 new of us every year and that relevancy factor goes down. Um, I mean, I can yes. see it in just okay. the way my following is. And so that kind of lit a fire in my ass and I said, yo, you're not going to be young and beautiful and popular for forever. Like, Take what you've been given through this platform and make it something that, it, you know, has some longevity to it that can set you up for financial success in the future. Yeah. And I built Rebella, And from Rubella's aspect, we're also doing that for the influencers we work with, right? So we'll go on a trip. And this last trip, we we have a complete web development team in Atlanta that um, ended up in one day putting together one of the girls' YouTube shows websites putting together one of the girls, uh Bikini Lines Shopify. Like we're trying to get these girls to realize that they don't need to whore themselves out for a post here and there. They can build their own empire, promote that through the channel they've been given and blessed with and then create longevity uh financial stability.
0: Yeah, totally. Um when you first went on the show, did you have any idea that this was even like a kind of career that you could pursue afterwards or has this all just been something that you've learned now being because like, I think what's different about this season is I think that, and you know we can talk about it a little bit more once we actually start talking about uh this current season and The Bachelor but um I think this season is different in that like the girls going into it know the opportunities that are available to them and on the show are already trying to utilize that whereas I think maybe three issues, but I don't remember exactly when you were on the show. A couple of years ago, uh, obviously, all the opportunities of social media were still kind of developing, and I don't think people were really aware of how powerful it could be and how they could leverage some of these opportunities. So like, did you see that in your future, or did you go on to the same kind of, um, I don't want to use the word my, did, because it has a negative connotation, but like, kind of, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I didn't see what came coming at all. Um, I had just finished my master's degree in finance and talking to Jojo about how I was going to get into finance afterwards. And, you know, I'll I'll never forget my hometown episode. We were on the boat. She sat down and was like, so are you ready for your world to flip upside down? Because things are going to change once you get off the show. And I didn't really take it to heart, nor did I see it happening right in the moment because they take our phones a month and a half prior to, and you don't see anything. You don't get any texts. You you don't know what's going on in, in that social media world that's about to just Completely flip upside down for you, mm-hmm. and so coming off the first one, I was a little naive, and, and going into the second one, my paradise spent, I was ready for when I got off. You know that relevancy on that season finale. Finale is always your highest, and so when I got off, I had a hijolatix yoga pants company ready to launch. Um, you know, I wanted to capitalize. I, I, I it wasn't my first rodeo. I wasn't naive at the first one. I had a yeah. business ready to go off when you know the world's talking about me right on the finale, and. Then Mm -hmm. took it a step further and got out of the retail side of uh, the yoga pants and built uh, an agency off of it instead. Um, Especially since I was in L.A., it just made sense. You know, I'm going to these red carpet premiere events, these Oscars, these grannies, these festivals. Mm -hmm. And I'm brushing shoulders with all these other influencers that, you know, enjoy doing the same thing I'm doing. Getting to travel for free and meet people and create content. So I just kind of took it and made it a business.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's pretty incredible what you've been able to accomplish, and I think that's kind of a good segue into, you know, this current season, I've had some conversations with some other people um, over the past few weeks about how this season feels different for a lot of reasons, and I think the main one is because all of these girls have been coming in, like, knowing that there's actually significantly more financial opportunities for them by not winning so like they're all trying to like get as far as possible and then either self-eliminate which a lot of them have done I think like a, a very large amount like compared to what we've seen in previous seasons or really? there's the, yeah there's I think so many now have self-eliminated which is kind of that, I think um, uh, and then there's this whole big drama I don't know how familiar you are with it but I'm I'm just going to rehash it so we can catch everyone up and make sure everyone who's listening is on the same page. So basically there's two girls on the show. Um, well, Kaylin actually just went home all uh, this past week, but Kaylin and Cassie, beautiful girls. Kaylin was a former beauty queen. Cassie, um, is a girl from Huntington beach. Also very really beautiful. Her sister is, is an actress in LA and dating some guys on the Disney channel. So both of them, um, definitely have connections in the entertainment industry and, um, but Colton has been very into them both of them were very really clearly front runners. Um, Kalen just went home this past week after home time, but Cassie's still there and Colton is obviously crazy about her and a lot of the other girls as they were getting eliminated would pull Colton aside and say, Listen, like these girls are not genuine, be really careful careful about who you're picking. Um and so that obviously serves Colton out. He he has not address that with the girls are eliminated them. I think he's been kind of weirdly blind to the fact that it's so obvious to everyone watching that like they're so there to become Instagram influencers or become the Bachelorette. There was all this uh rumors that one girl overheard her talking about the Bachelorette. And I just think that's something that's so new in this show that we haven't really had to address yet is that um people are I think now going into it knowing what they're getting themselves into and they're going in very calculated and with a strategy. And I just kind of wanted to get your take on that. Like do you think, can you go in with a calculated strategy and still be somewhat genuine and still be trying to pursue feelings for Colton or does it all kind of then get muddled and, I don't know. Do they have this? I don't even know what I'm really asking you. I just want to kind of hear your opinion on this because <laughs> I, think, I think that this has taken a whole new turn this season. And it's been a, a very hot topic of discussion amongst a lot of the um, websites and things.
1: I, I think it happens in every aspect of, of what you're talking about. I think that, you know, especially in today compared to, you know, season eight of The Bachelor when my my roommate was on it, he won it, and he's got 180,000 followers, um, you know, and then I went in four years later, got second, got up to 500,000. Dean came in after me next season, got 800,000, and now you're seeing people from this season. It just keeps going up, the social media following from the show that people get after that first appearance. It's just raising and raising, and I think that's become blatantly obvious to some people. Like, Like I mentioned earlier, I was not aware that my world was going to be flipped upside down to the extent that it was, but I knew that it would change. Um, but that being said, there's always going to be people that are going on it for different reasons. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, Joe Schmo is going on there because he's in the entertainment industry and he's hosting a TV show and he wants to be able to get a better job in that industry that he won't end up through these miraculous and elaborate dates and, and, and set up, uh, arrangements with this beautiful, you know, main role that they always cast. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. he can't develop feelings during the process, right? And so then he's got a battle in his head between, you know, his emotions and his, his business mind. But um, there's always many people that go on there for the wrong reasons. Um, I think the show does a really good job at, at bringing people to being there for the right reasons because those, you know, when am I going to take a private jet to San Francisco Park and have a picnic overlooking the Golden Gate Bridge with my girlfriend? I'm just not. So totally. That's not, not a typical date, but in the bachelor world it is. And how can you not fall in love in a situation like that? especially with no distractions, you know, no phone to be on their yeah. date. And know, that's
0: kind of, I guess, someone. where I was kind of at with it, was that, you know, a lot of people were uh, – a lot of people are not fans of Kaylin. Um, she seemed to come in with an agenda to become the next Bachelorette. Um, and while I think that's probably true, she, she just eliminated this past week, and, you know, it was just after her hometown date. I don't think she necessarily did anything wrong. Colton clearly really liked her. Um, but everyone was kind of calling her out being like, Oh, she's so obviously there to be the next bachelorette, She's so manipulative. She's so fake. And while I think there was an aspect of that, I think she definitely came in with an agenda. I do think her feelings were true. And I do think it, it's muddy because I think people like to just put people into boxes and see only one thing. But I do think that it's possible to have the right intentions and the wrong intentions at the same time on this show. It's kind of what you're saying.
1: Definitely. For sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and and to build off that, I think that you know at like this stage in the show, with you know only four or three girls left, that production has a very good idea of probably the top two finalists the bachelorette spot. Um, I think that yeah. they plan that next bachelorette before they even cast this previous season, right? So they know they're going to pick from that sea of girls, and they have an idea of where they're going, and they can push that in, in certain situations. You know, I think they keep people on. Uh, a little bit longer that they see potential for as The Bachelor or Bachelorette next season. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that plays right along in in the the idea that I have that, you know, if JoJo has 17 roses to get out, she really only has 14, and then production has those three that they want to keep on, whether they're the villain and they're providing good TV, whether they hold a diversity card and they want them to stay longer, whatever it might be. I do think that they can kind of manipulate these standings to an extent the end of the day, it's definitely the lead role to call. I we're talking mm-hmm. about marriage here; it's kind of a big step. But um, sure. I do think that they have some say in who stays and how long they stay.
0: And speaking of that, um, do you have a pick for a Bachelorette? I mean, I know you you haven't been following this season as closely, but um, is there someone from a previous season that you'd like you'd like to see for it, or are you just? Run in another paradise tent and hoping to see all of these girls in
1: paradise <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i'll be doing any more bachelor tv shows um I'll, i want to expand into hosting i'd rather do that but yeah um i like hannah g a lot um you know florida native just like myself
0: uh, totally She's
1: in the final four right now hopefully if she doesn't get picked she's it because i just think she's you know that that down-home all-american sweetheart
0: yeah, I think she totally has a good shot. I mean, she's been so popular. I mean, she was really popular on Instagram before she came on the show, but um she's done a really good job of making it so far yet really not being involved in any sort of negative discussions or drama, um and she's obviously very beautiful and um super sweet. So, yeah, I totally think she has a good shot. I feel like they people are so polarized between um either wanting Kaylin. A lot of people still really like Kaylin or um Hannah B. I think Hannah B. would be such a fun pick. She really grew on me throughout the season. Going from, like, what, what they depicted her as almost like a psycho because her and Kaylin had all of the, the drama back and forth and whenever she could talk about it, they, like, put kooky music behind her. And I feel like they really tried to push the narrative of her one way and then halfway through something changed and the producers decided, wait, maybe this is a moment here. And I feel like when she was eliminated not this past week, but the week before, they gave her a really classy um, exit. So I feel like she's a contender as well.
1: That's good to notice that because they'll do that. And, and a lot of what goes into editing is making, you know, America fall in love with you and want you to have a second chance when that heartbreak does happen. So yeah, um, it's a good thing to look out for.
0: Yeah, I think – well, I think they were initially – they were going for Kaylin at first, the producers, and then I think they were realizing how much people – are so polarizing the feeling so polarizing towards her you either love her or you hate her and hannah b might be a safer bet but i don't think we'll find out until next week or the following week at the um the after the final rose so i mean we can really only just speculate i want to ask you a couple other things um so colton is a virgin as we know um everyone knows they talk about it all the time (laughs) we see a lot of shower scenes um really trying to build up the whole, like, anticipation of him potentially losing his virginity next week. And because next week is fantasy suites. Do you have any advice for him going into the fantasy suite with these three girls for the first time? It'll be his first time in his whole life, apparently. I feel like that is such a weird thing to be navigating for him. Like, do you think he should just pick one to have sex with or have sex with all three, try them all out? He's waited for so long
1: he's not going to have sex with all three. I can tell you that He's either going to pick one and go that route or just not have sex with any of them. You, they've been building up that virginity thing too much for him to just go sleep with three girls consecutively. And the reason I think he won't just pick one is because they don't really tell you, or at least I wasn't the lead role, but I got lucky and got the first fantasy suite. Right. So in my mind, I'm like, yes, that's right. It's been two months. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
0: First and, foremost.
1: and then, um, you know, it's it's a lot to handle after the first night. I mean, it's a long night. We didn't sleep. And so her having to do that three days in a row, you know, he might just, I don't think it'd be fair for his first time to himself to be who production chose goes first, right? So I could see him not thinking of any of them. Really? You think? I could, also, takes- see, I could also see product, production, like, keeping people on their toes. I could also see him switching up the whole dynamic fantasy suites, right? So Maybe the final three don't get a fancy suit, they get something different, and then that final one gets that one night just to make sure before he gets engaged that he's about that sex life. Yeah. No, for sure. It'll be
0: interesting. Go of it ways. definitely will be interesting. I'm I'm really curious to see. I always thought he would pick one to, to sleep with, and then the rest of the... I, but... I don't know. He, he's a, a very horny boy, it seems like. he. I don't think anyone loves, like, just, like, making out, like, a 7th grader like Colton Underwood does because, like, that's all he can do. And so it's, like, this whole season has just been, like, him, like, I don't know. It's been a weird season, <laughs> him just, like, jumping on all of these girls. Like, I don't know. I feel like they show such, like, passionate makeouts with him, and they never used to do that. I don't know. With Ari's season, they didn't do that. I'm trying to think I, of-
1: I personally don't really think he's a virgin. If I really, anyone, that's a
0: hot take. Would, all right. Do you have I, any I information to back this up, or would you like, or is this just a a Robbie Hayes hot take?
1: I mean, I saw I saw that picture that came out. I'm sure you did too, um, which Snapchat. One? But oh, there's this picture. It's a Snapchat of him, and it, it was a selfie, and he wrote on it like, "I fucked a big kitty hoe last night" or something like that. It was all over TMZ and stuff. The so oh. virgin, blah blah blah. But um, I actually got this. Sent that picture like two months before it actually came out by my sister because the person he sent it to was one of her friends and so she's like, oh my god, he's not a virgin, blah blah blah. Like, I oh my that. god! But I, I I've met him a couple
0: times.
1: That. He's, he's he's a great person. I, I had fun with him a two times I hung out with him.
0: Yeah, no, he seems very not, sweet. I like I don't have I know I I go back and forth just trying to make good conversation here. I, um, but I feel like sometimes I come off as like shitting on Colton, but I don't dislike him. I think he's probably a very sweet, like nice guy. Um, but wow, that is a hot take and information. I surprisingly did not know. I like stalk the bachelor subreddit in order to prepare for these podcasts and somehow yeah, look it, it has not reached the Reddit community. So you're saying he's on TV. I'll, <laughs> I'll have to go look at that once I get off the phone with you, but wow, hot take. And that is some tea that I'm happy still with us. Um, I think that's a good thing to like end it on cuz like how can you how can you beat that um is there anything
1: No, I agree. You,
0: is there anything else that you want to plug or talk about before we sign off and I let you go back to your your life. You're back in LA now, right? So you're finally getting a couple of days to enjoy being home.
1: Yeah, a couple of days in my own bed, a couple of days spent with my puppy. It's, it's nice.
0: That's amazing. Uh, so I'm not going to yes, keep just, you any
1: longer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me back on, and I'd love to to get with you again. And just thanks for letting me talk about Rubella. Anyone out there that wants to follow us at Rubella, give us a go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what is the Instagram account for Rubella? It's at Rubella. It's,
1: it's at Rubella.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll make sure people check that out and definitely follow you on that and on your your own Instagram, which is, I think, what robert hunter
1: 89? 89
0: 89 yeah. all right thank you so much robbie have a great rest of your day
1: you too jackie thank you all right
0: bye tune in next week for another episode of bachelor blab only on believe podcast networks until then keep in touch on instagram i am at jackie Maroney underscore or on twitter so it's j-a-c-k-z-z underscore lol see you next time